You have big dreams and aspirations? You just hit your wagon to Jesus Christ. You can't imagine the adventure that he will take you on. You know, they say there's no substitute for experience, and that's true. But there's also no substitute for youthful creativity. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Well, today is a special time when we honor all of those who are graduating. But I'm going to take just a moment and give the graduates their last grades for this year. And you'll be glad to know you're all getting straight A's. And here they are. The first A is for adversity. You see, you don't even graduate without overcoming some adversity. But it's important for you to realize that you haven't graduated from adversity. As you enter into the next phase of your life, you can count on running into some more of it. You will find adversity in the pursuit of higher education, your first years on the job, and in the developing of new and important relationships in your life. It's really important that when you encounter adversity that you remember that you are not alone in your trials. You have the assurance that God is with you. The Lord said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Adversity and how you deal with it is actually very important to your development as a person, as well as a Christian. There's an old saying that says, adversity is the diamond dust that heaven polishes its jewels with. What that means is that it's through adversity that we develop perseverance. And perseverance is an essential quality for a Christian. The word says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And perseverance must finish the work so that you may be mature and complete and lacking nothing. So we know adversity will come, but we also know God is with us and will see us through it. Okay, the second A you get is for attitude. Now many times, shortly after graduation, things get complicated quickly. So one of the greatest assets you can have is a positive attitude. When things get complicated, it's easy for us to get discouraged and let our disappointment show outwardly by assigning blame to someone or something. But we have to resist the urge to do that because it's habit-forming and it's destructive. As graduates, your life is all ahead of you. Your prospects are endless. There's so much to be positive about. And you are on a quest to find the purpose God intended for you. And it's all good, including the journey to get there. So in all things, 
always strive for an A in attitude. And the last A that you're going to get today is for aspirations. Now, aspirations are dreams with subtitles, really. When you're a child, you dream of being a ball player or an astronaut, but the dream isn't all that defined. But as you reach this stage in your life, you can aspire to reach those things you dreamed about. You can have the confidence that you can indeed accomplish that thing that's burning inside you. The most important thing you can do is put your hopes and aspirations in the Lord. The Word says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. What a promise. You have big dreams and aspirations. You just hit your wagon to Jesus Christ. You can't imagine the adventure that he will take you on. You know, they say there's no substitute for experience, and that's true. But there's also no substitute for youthful creativity. The great writer Pearl Buck once said, The young don't know enough to be prudent, and therefore they attempt the impossible, and they achieve it generation after generation. And that's so true. Graduate, this is your time. Sitting right here are young men and women with the potential to be doctors who find cures, lawyers who change laws, missionaries who save nations for Christ. Don't let anyone try to limit your potential. But more importantly, don't let anyone or anything come between you and your relationship with Jesus Christ. And I promise you, you'll keep getting straight A's. The Christmas story is often called the greatest story ever told. Stay right there to discover how you are a part of that wonderful story if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But I love Christmas. Even though Christmas has become a very expensive time of the year for me. And I guess it has for most of us. But what happens is we get caught up in the giving and we see things that we want to give our family and our friends, and before you know it, we spent more money than we should. Is anybody else like, like me? So I've been known, I know this is hard to believe, but I've been known to complain a little bit about the cost surrounding the Christmas season. So I thought I would share with you a few of my latest I'm so broke jokes. And here's how it works. I'm going to say, I'm so broke this Christmas, and then Jeff Jeffers will say, Let me tell you how broke I am. I'll tell you how broke I am. I'm so broke this Christmas that I have to eat my cereal with a fork just to save on the milk. I'm so broke this Christmas 
I'll tell you how broke I am. I'm so broke that I would have to borrow the two nickels if I was going to rub them together. <laughs> Let me tell you how broke I am. I'm so broke that I went to McDonald's and put some fries on layaway. And that's not all. I'm so broke this Christmas that I had to rob Peter to pay Paul. Then I had to rob Paul. That's, that's how broke I am. Okay, you know, no matter how expensive that Christmas season is, it's still the best time of the year. And all of us Christians know that the reasons that we love Christmas goes way beyond the sparkling lights, the Christmas carols, the presents. But this week, while reading the Christmas story for the thousandth time, I found something new and powerful. Now, how many of you know that God's Word is like that? That you can read a passage a thousand times and God can show you something new every time. Do you believe that? So here's the Christmas story, the earthly arrival of Jesus Christ, and it's a fulfillment of prophecy. There are hundreds of references in the Word to the Messiah who will come to the nation of Israel, and they've heard this for centuries. So to the Jews, they were waiting for Jesus to come to them. And then, when He finally does come, the disciple Matthew, in describing the events around the birth of Jesus, he tells us a story of some strangers from a foreign land. They were called magi, or wise men. And Matthew doesn't give us a lot of details about these guys. We know that they were wealthy and respected, they were leaders, and that they traveled a very long way. But their mission was to follow a star to the place where the king was born. And once found, they would bow down and worship him. And when they found him overjoyed, they showered him with the best treasures that they had. So reading this little sidebar story of the Magi and being a little perplexed at how and why that it belonged in the story, it hit me for the first time that it wasn't that important that we know a lot about the Magi. I mean, we'd like to know about their past. We would like to know how they found out about Jesus. We'd like to understand their adventure of what they went through to how they, how they got there. But God, who so creatively orchestrated Christ's entry to the world, knew exactly what he was doing because right there in the middle of Matthew, at the point of the most significant event the world had known, God showed us that men who will lay down everything to seek the kingdom of God will not only find him, but he will lead them to it. You see, his chosen people knew he was coming. And for centuries, they just waited. But the Magi, they didn't wait. They saddled up the camels and they pursued the king until they bowed at his feet. You see, the Christmas story is about Jesus. 
But the reason the Christmas story is so great is because like the Magi, the Christmas story is when you and I become part of the story. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The whoever in that promise is all-inclusive. It's talking about you and me. In one of the most popular Christmas movies ever, The Miracle on 34th Street, there's a little girl that's played by Natalie Wood and it's struggling over believing in Santa Claus. And her mother responded to her with, believe it or not, some spiritual wisdom. She said, faith is believing when common sense tells you not to. And you know, there's a lot of things about the Christmas story that our carnal intellect wants to run from. An immaculate conception, a virgin birth, a traveling star with GPS in it. So you would think that it would take a greater dose of faith to embrace it. But the truth is, every person who has accepted Christ as their Savior and Lord found the opposite to be the case. Because when we as Christians hear the story of the birth of Christ, we become part of the miracle. And we know down deep in the center of our being that yes, one crystal clear night 2,000 years ago, underneath a shining star, God came down to live with us and he'd bring hope eternal for every person who would believe and receive him behold the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which means God be with us that's his legacy but today it's our destiny to celebrate Christmas by giving praise to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. That's the kind of Christmas that this is. Can you say amen this morning? God knows how important money is to us. That's why He teaches us through all the Word how to deal with it. Stay right there to hear how to control money without letting it control you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. 
We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. But first, I want to talk to you uh, for for just a, a few seconds about your money. Did you know that if your money could talk to you today, that more than likely it would lie to you? I know most of you think that if your money could talk, it would just say goodbye. Because it just never seems to hang around long enough. But one of the biggest problems with money isn't that we can't hang on to it. And it isn't that we always want and need more of it. The biggest problem with money is the deception that it can bring into our life. And listen, I'm as guilty as anyone for falling for the lies that money tells because I've always struggled to keep the importance of money in the right place. I'm kind of like the banker who was being robbed and the robber pulls a gun and says, your money or your life. The banker says, don't rush me, I'm thinking. But it seems like one of the great struggles of life is to accumulate enough money. Isn't that right? And if you ask people what they want in life, most people would say, among other things, they'd say a million dollars would be nice. That reminds me of another story of two friends. One asked the other if he could borrow his book on how to make a million dollars. His friend said, sure, and he gave him the book. He looked at it and he said, hey, half the pages are missing here. And his friend said, what's the matter? Isn't half a million enough for you? (laughs) You see, it's one of the main lies that money tells us is that we'll only be content with a lot of it. So we need to put money in the right place in our life because we can't allow money or the lack of it to rob us of the peace and the joy that God intends for us to have. And the best way to put money in the right place and have the right perspective on it is to recognize the lies that the enemy uses to deceive us about money. Money is lying to you when it tells you that you deserve what you have. For most of us, money doesn't come with, without some sacrifice and hard work. So we tend to fall for this lie pretty easy. But the Word not only says, wealth and honor come from the Lord, but it also says, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord, your God, for it was He who gave you the ability to produce wealth. So even when we work for it, we can't take credit for it. Everything we have, Every talent that we have to earn with comes from the Lord. This means we need to be thankful for what we already have. And we have to be thankful for the ability to produce it. Another lie about money that we buy into is that money will bring us happiness. And it's easy to believe, and that is that you can be rich and miserable. Or you can be poor and happy. And money could have nothing to do with either condition. The Word says, whoever loves money never has enough. And whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. The pursuit of money as a means to happiness is simply the pursuit of a fool. The Word says, for what profits a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? 
and another life from your money is that money will bring you security. It's sad, but too often we see today what was considered good stewardship in building a retirement fund through working years for a company turns out not to be the security that people had counted on. It's tragic. But the Word tells us there's no security in anything that the world has to offer. It says, Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. You see, God knows how important money is to us. And that's why he teaches us all throughout the world, the word, how to deal with it. Money can be a tool and a blessing. Money can be a crutch and a curse. God wants us to control money instead of it controlling us. And it starts when we stop believing the lies the world tells us about money and start making our money tell the truth. And if money told the truth, it would say, I'm just an overrated, temporary commodity whose best use is to test you to see who you really trust. Let me ask you something. Is your money lying to you today? I believe that we need to be diligent, but more than ever before. I believe that we need to trust God for all things and certainly trust Him for all things financial. You know, God doesn't have any financial problems. He already owns everything. And if you want your money to be blessed, you need to make your money tell the truth. And if you're struggling over finances today, then I want you to know that this promise from Philippians is just for you. This is what it says. My God will meet all your needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.